This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Looking outside, it's hard to say afternoon, but it is. 5.06 and it's getting dark outside. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Uh, it's, uh, it's, must be November, Jeff. Must be. <laughs> we got six more weeks before it gets to the shortest day of the year. It'll be dark earlier than this. It seems strange to me. It just feels different coming into the station this afternoon uh, almost in the dark. Well, a lot of people have told me over the years that you were <laughs> you were in the dark. So, oh golly, yeah. no, they haven't either. I well, let's kidding. get into some sports. Uh, really, sports. coaches coaches are known to oftentimes take a season and put it in three sections: non-region, region, and then playoffs. Right. Right. We've gotten through two thirds of that, and we're ready for playoff time. And uh, I'm not sure what the odds would have been that it w- we'd have gotten here. Uh, when we got back to when it looked like they might not be playing until September, but here we are, uh, about twenty to twenty-five COVID games a week, getting into playoffs. If if those statistics hold anywhere close, Jeff, there's going to be some heartbroken kids and coaches here in just a little while. It it certainly could happen. It, it really it could happen to us. Sure. Um, right now, I mean, we've got the playoff um, brackets taken care of, and um, um, it has been, a, of course, a weird year uh, um, up to this point. In, in high school football, it was fairly unusual statewide if somebody played eight games. Um, usually they almost always played ten. Um Nine was not that unusual because, you know, maybe you couldn't find a game or something. But this year, it's not unusual at all. No. We've got all kinds of teams that have played seven games and eight games. Four games. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. There, there are some of those as far as on the field. The, the, the win-loss record may show something different. But actually on the field games, it's just been weird. So uh, how would you like to be the one to have to carry the message to Gary Rankin that we got to pull your team off the field because you got a COVID case and, and you're not going to get to play in the playoffs. Would you like to be that messenger? I would not want to tell Gary that, no, or any other coach for that matter that is probably – they're all on edge anyway and uh, worried about, you know, what tomorrow will bring, what uh, – uh, what. well, I don't know. I started to say stupid thing that could happen, but it could be. Uh, what somebody host a party, sure. you know, I mean, sure. just some crazy thing. Um that's been in the news just about uh, certainly two or three times a week, just locally, in, just in Nashville. Um, so I guess that could happen to us, uh, or you know, I mean, you, you just you just hope not. You just certainly hope not. Well, it it brings a different enemy to the to the parade, doesn't it? Uh, you got to prepare for another team, and then you got to keep your team prepared and focused on, as you say, staying in the right place at the right time, and because. Uh, one one fly could uh, tear up the bunch. Yeah, and you, uh, of course, you've got a. I don't think this is true of um, of uh, our local teams. I, I'm not certain. Uh, probably, maybe I misspoke there, but where they are just totally dependent on one person, you mm-hmm. know, one superstar. Maybe that. I don't think that's true at Riverdale or Oakland. Um, now, maybe other places, maybe so, but uh, you know. It's, your quarterback can't play, then um, and he's the star. Then you may you may you're going to have a problem, and you can you can be put out real quick without that guy. 
That's for sure. Jeff, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come mm. back, we will look at the brackets a little bit. High school football. Of course, the Raiders play this Saturday at home. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Titans maybe. And baseball's World Series has been taken care of. So we'll come back with all sports talk right after this. If you want to get some barbecue, I'll tell you how to do it. Head for the Slick Pig and you're into it. Just walk through the door at 1920 East Main and your nose will send a message right to your brain. Say, mmm, smells good. And barbecue. Slick Pig. They got ribs and beans. Got spicy wings. Slick Pig. A Murfreesboro tradition. 1920 East Main. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Hello there, this is Lenny Farmer once again for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Moms and dads, I have something you need to know about your kids. They won't bring up the issue of funeral plans because they feel it will make you uncomfortable and consider it your business. Although they might hope you would take care of these sensitive issues on their behalf, they'll leave that up to you. So, what do you say? Can we talk? Call me at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Your Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders host Marshall coming up on Saturday. Be sure to catch Rick Stockstill live coming up Wednesday, a special Wednesday edition here on WGNS. Tuesday being Election Day, we have Wednesday MTSU conversation with Rick Stockstill live. As the Blue Raiders take on Charlotte Saturday afternoon, it's a home game for the Blue Raiders, 2.30 airtime. So Rick Stockstall on Wednesday night at 6 o'clock and the game coming up for you on Saturday, 2.30 airtime on WGNS. Coming up on Friday night, State Farm Prep Football. It's playoff football here on the radio. We've got that covered for you as well as the Prentice Hall's Heating and Air Coaches Corner fueled by Donut Country and Chick-fil-A Saturday morning beginning at 8 a.m. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin for all your financial needs with Edward Jones. Jeff, what's the biggest surprise up or down that you see on the playoff bracket for Rutherford County Schools? Somebody that did make it, didn't make it, higher or lower than that might be. Where's that, where's that big surprise to you? Blackman. Yeah, it's pretty easy to pick that one out, isn't it? Yeah, I figured they'd be rated higher or would do better. But their second half of the year has been a heck of a lot better than the first. Sure. And um, they appear to be, appear to be coming right along. Uh, maybe I'm sure it's later than a lot of Blackman people would have wanted, but um, they're doing okay, and, and 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 they're in, and that that's part of the battle, right? Getting in. And they're number four seed, and they will be playing who? No, uh, well, right here it is, uh, Hendersonville. <laughs> so the number one seed over there in in, in region. Uh, what would that be? Four, three, four, four. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Oakland, as expected, wins it. Riverdale second. Uh, Warren County is the one that came out of the woodwork. They're not one of our county teams, but Jeff, uh, they they played Oakland fairly respectable game on Friday night. Got a good 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 athlete quarterback, that's for sure. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, it was twenty eight twenty for 
long time in the second half. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, Oakland scored uh, uh, fairly late, I guess, to to put it away, and then it was nobody scored after that. Uh, are you are you wanting the scores at this point for well, you, football? Well, it's in your lap. You just do it any way you want to. This, this, this is not scripted. It's a Tim Tackett show, though. It is not scripted. But it's the Tim Tackett show. <laughs> yes, Jeff. You have my permission to give the scores. <laughs> I'm not going to do it now. <laughs> no, here we go. Okay. This this is last Friday night. Um, Blackman 23, Cookville 21. When that and that kind of backs up what we said. You know, that's not an easy place to play. Sure. Um, and and Cookville is always well coached, so I'm glad for the blaze. Cambridge put it on Laverne pretty good, 45 to seven. Eagleville beat Loretta, shut about in the second half. As a matter of fact, 20 to nothing. East Nashville uh, they beat Siegel 1914. Uh, Middle Tennessee Christian School beat Webb 3814. Oakland beat Warren County 3620. And uh, Smyrna beat uh, Sturridge Creek one nothing in a forfeit game. Siegel one nothing over Rockvale and and Riverdale. I did not did not know that that was going to be a postponed or canceled game. Sure, um, but. Uh, I, th- I thought they were playing as late as Thursday. I thought they were playing, but maybe I just didn't get to word. But anyway, Riverdale picked up a win there, one nothing over Coffee County. Um, and what so. we know, Jeff, is we've heard stories about teams being on the road in a bus headed to the game in XYZ and get the phone call that turn around the bus, the game is over, can't be played. So Thursday is certainly not a sense that you're going to play Friday night at all. Uh, well, they didn't play, so uh, I, I think Riverdale was going to win the game anyway. Uh, but you know, we don't know that, and really, that's kind of, that was an important thing. Uh, now, the way it turned out, it was not. But uh, I'm just the way the other games came out. But uh, Riverdale did not have did not go into that game having to win. So uh, and, and finish second. So they they finished second whether they won or not. So. Got the you mentioned Middle Tennessee Christian. I think they go in as a number three seed. I believe there's where they're bracketed, uh, and and if if they were to lose their quarterback, it would be a really tough True. blow for sure. There, there, especially when you get into the teams with in the smaller divisions. That's where you're likely to find that that one or two players, Jeff, that can really make a difference if they're gone. I, yes, that's correct, um, and we have seen many examples of that. Uh, uh, recently, particularly with uh, when it happens to Eagleville or Middle Tennessee Christian School, where they lose a star player, and they've just got nobody to replace them at all, uh, and you have to wait for that guy to come back and and hope hope he does. So, and and that would be true of the Christian School this week if that should happen to them. Yes. Well, it's it's interesting to see for the first time in a while Blackman, as you mentioned, the number four going into Hendersonville at number one, uh, but. Uh, if there's a four and a one, Jeff could turn the other way. It's certainly that game, I think. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I, I usually I'm. I have to admit that I'm just. Uh, I don't know whether the right word is fascinated or not, but I do look at all the stuff all over the state and try to see, you know, what some of the better known teams are. Some of whom have changed divisions, of course, like Oak Ridge, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, I, I barely looked at it this year with the almost total absence of Memphis um, and the teams there and, and other other people that didn't make it for whatever reason. I, did, I didn't even look at it much. It's really strange to look at the bracket in, with Region 7 and 8 to see so many buys there because Region 8 is Memphis typically. They don't all have Memphis Central or Memphis this or Memphis that in front of them, but Region 8 is almost all – schools that did not play football this year which means region seven gets a a break and it brings up the question at this time of the year would you rather be playing and, and get you know keep your kids in rhythm or would you rather have a week off to get somebody healed up and let them kind of stretch out a little bit yeah and i, I don't know the answer to that. i guess it would depend on the team in the in the in the area uh, personally i i think this time of year the first round of the playoffs if i could get that get a buy and get that off i believe i would that would be my choice I think. Well, but, coaches can be a bit of a politician. Whichever mm-hmm. way it goes, that's the way they like it, right? Well, that's true. As far as to the general public's concerned, if, if they get to buy, we relish this. This is great. We get to heal up. We have to play. Boy, good gosh. We got our momentum going our way. We don't want to spoil that. So. Yeah, I've heard them with that um, 
with that buy too. Uh, you hear that in the pros a lot, and um, uh, and with colleges as well. And they say, well, you know, boy, this really comes as a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, boy, we can heal up. We, can, you know, it could be week four or five or six. Or they say the same thing. I mean, the difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the broadcasters and the sportscasters are saying it's coming at a bad time. But the coach typically almost never going to come out and say that because if you do, you, you're giving some Paul to the rest of your football team to uh, kind of have a have a reason not to go out and do the right things, I guess. Uh, well, here comes the schedule if you're ready for fire it. Fire away. Uh, Eagleville will go to Riverside. Uh, uh, Eagleville's 5-5, five and five, Riverside 7-3. and three. R- Riverside is in – it's not Decatur far County. from – Yeah, it's not far from Parsons, Tennessee. Um, <laughs> well, everybody uh, knows where Parsons well, is. Well, I know where it is. <laughs> I've been to Parsons many times. I've got a friend there, Gary Clardy. He's a friend of yours. Okay, yeah. There you go. Uh, but at any rate, there is in Decatur County where no one's ever been before, according to Tim. <laughs> Uh, Columbia Academy is one and six. Boy, they're a powerful team. They come to Middle Tennessee Christian School five and four. Uh, Rossville at five and three. Uh, they will be at Oakland on Friday night. Oakland uh, ten and zero. Uh, Wilson Central six and four. They're at Riverdale eight and two uh, on Friday night. Blackman four and five. They're at Hendersonville seven and three. Independence six and two. They're at Laverne five and five. Um, and Franklin five and five. They're at Smyrna seven and three. And uh, to to explain, well, I, don't, I can't explain it uh, <laughs> uh, particularly. But um, uh, I heard on on um, Friday night on a very good source that um, Stewart's Creek would definitely be playing in the playoffs. And then Saturday morning, I heard the coach on Brian's coaches show said that they absolutely would not play. And they'd already gotten the word, and of course he was disappointed, but he understood it. But he was disappointed. And then I read this morning, Sunday's paper, I guess, that they were absolutely playing, no question about it. They were going to play at Ravenwood, and then I hear tonight that they're not playing, and I don't think they're playing. I'm pretty sure. I haven't heard the word a word in the last two or three, four, five days, but the word when Stewart Creek High School closed down that the football team was done. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I what I'd been told. So. Well, I'll go with the coach on Saturday morning. I think if if he was not absolutely sure, he probably wouldn't have said anything. Uh, and uh, and he said they were not going to be able to play. And uh, okay, I understand that. I think the fourteen days um, does not run out until until uh, after Friday's. You know, I've quit trying to figure it out. Frankly, uh, I, I don't think I know for sure how it all works. I don't need to know for sure until I, I guess am touched by it directly. But uh, it's a long period of time, and it, it doesn't mean that everybody that's in that bunch, Jeff, uh, has COVID at all. It just simply means they've been exposed. Right. Well, I did get a couple of questions uh, this weekend, and um, uh, said, "Well, didn't they didn't really understand if Stewart's Creek couldn't play and Rockville couldn't play? How could Oakland play?" Sure. And uh, and and my answer was the Oakland situation, and I'm not on the school board anymore, so I'm not absolutely up to date. But the Oakland situation was more substitute teachers than it was students. And they did not have a football player that I don't think that tested positive it's for anything. It's my understanding at Stewart's Creek they have a couple teams that are still practicing and playing along. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, So it wasn't all athletics. That I, the way I understand it, they got wiped out for it. it the centralized groups, the choir, the band, the groups like that, uh, unless they have it within that population, so to speak, that's the way it works. But uh, anyway, that's kind of where we go. Let's well, go and- I know we got to take a break here. I want to, I want to get in a word as as do you uh, for the Oakland Oakland Middle School. They, they, they were champions of the of the middle school league in football. Yes, correct. Uh, uh, and congratulations to them and to Blackman Middle as well for being in that ball game. That's that's a, that's an honor. All right, let's take a break. Chip Walters is up next with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Hey folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. 
Good afternoon. Heavy but moving 24 east here over from Davidson County back into Rutherford County. Just the normal stopping on delays out here. Broad and Church up and down sections of Memorial. Thompson Lane can get busy. So can 231 headed back out towards Shelbyville. Sleep with the sharks in a grown-up atmosphere at Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies, December 26th and 27th. All the details at ripleysaquarium.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615 893 1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com. To learn more, call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. All right, Chip Walters has our Blue Raider Insider Report. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's kick it off with Blue Raider football. Middle Tennessee coach Rick Stocksell and a couple of players had their weekly press conference today as the Blue Raiders are back in action starting a four-game swing during the month of November to round out the regular season. The Blue Raiders will take on the Charlotte 49ers on Saturday, 2.30 at Floyd Stadium. And right now, it looks like the weather is going to be unbelievable. 75 and sunny on Saturday, so it should be a, a, a great weekend for football. The Blue Raiders uh, got to go into the open week following the 40-34 to victory over Rice that included the quadruple doink field goal, a blocked field goal, and a great uh, second overtime rushing touchdown by Asher O'Hara that gave the Blue Raiders the 40-34 to road win. The middle uh, team has now won two games on the road. Matter of fact, both of their wins on the season have been on the road, one at FIU and one at uh, Rice. Charlotte, they come in with a record of 2-3 and three overall. They lost at Duke over the weekend, 53-19. to 19. They, uh, They've had several games that were uh, either delayed or canceled due to COVID-19 issues, but uh, they have been back in the saddle here now for several weeks. All right, turning to uh, Conference USA Basketball, uh, John Rothstein uh, of CBS Sports uh, tweeted over the weekend that uh, Conference USA is considering playing its league games back-to-back on Friday, Saturday instead of Thursday, Saturday for COVID safety purposes. Games would be held at the same locations. ADs are expected to vote this week on a ruling of whether or not they'll do that. You know, we we brought you the story uh, in the last 10 days or so about Conference USA with their new scheduling model where you would go and you would play the same team twice 
but it was going to be on Thursday, Saturday. Uh, now the league is considering making it a Friday, Saturday, and you'd play Friday night and Saturday afternoon. There is some pushback uh, due to uh, lack of recovery time and uh, from from one game to the next, but it would be like you're playing a mini tournament every weekend. So that's still up in the air, but will be considered for later in the week. I want you to get this on your calendar. The 2020 Blue Raider Hall of Fame induction ceremony will be this Thursday night at 7 o'clock, but it will be online. It will be a virtual uh, ceremony. It'll be very similar to what you've normally seen uh, out in front of the Emmett and Rose Kennan Hall of Fame, but due to the global pandemic, this year's outstanding six-person class will be enshrined in a virtual induction with the members being showcased during the broadcast. You can watch the induction in a number of ways, including on Facebook, the Blue Raider Athletics Facebook page, the Athletics Twitter page, or the Middle Tennessee Athletics YouTube page. It will be a premier broadcast, and fans will be able to interact and chat on Facebook throughout the show. This year's class includes Bryce Brents baseball, Alicia Clark women's basketball, Mike Harmon of golf, Kendall Newson football, Clay Snellgrove baseball, and Heather Prater Warren women's basketball. The inductees will deliver their traditional speeches. We'll also have a Q&A with each one, and also you'll hear from teammates and coaches of each of the inductees. Women's cross country for the second straight year captured the Conference USA Championship. There is more information on that as well as other items all on GoBlueRaiders.com. Everybody uh, take care of yourself. Be nice to each other. Hope you exercise your right to vote uh, on Tuesday, and uh, we will be back here tomorrow with another update for you. All right, Chipper, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I've already checked out the weather for Saturday's game at home. What I saw was 72. He said it's going to be 75. Who cares? 7, 2.30. Well, I'm not off. going to 75. That's too hot. <laughs> I'll be there. By the way, Jeff, yeah. I, I, I now have a YouTube TV at home instead of a cable stuff. And so I get access on YouTube to lots of things. And today I Googled in, just for the heck of it, strange plays in NFL football. Okay. And, and they did about 15 minutes. Anytime that you want to criticize a high school team for making dumb mistakes, let me tell you, there have been some really bad <laughs> mistakes made in the National Football League by professional athletes that, uh, oh, my gosh, it's, it's hard to believe. Well, I, yeah. I, I always think about that guy from Dallas that picked up that ball. Remember in the snow and <laughs> yeah. Leon let yeah and fumbled it or well, I don't remember and he caught, it was awful. But uh, all he had to do was just stand there. He'd have been fine. But no, he couldn't do that. But I, you you do get yes, I, I understand. And a lot of them involve a live ball. Can I oh, yeah. touch it? Can I not touch it? Should I? You know, and quite often you see players and gosh, this happens more frequently than you'd like to admit, I guess. A player will just stand there and the ball will hit them. And instead of running as fast as they can to get away from it, they just you stand there. And watch it spin and see yeah. it'll bounce and offensive uh, kicking team get away from it. Yeah. And all Period. of a sudden the, the ball kicks up and yeah. hits them in the fanny and now it's a live ball. Well, they showed one play where the kickoff went in at the two-yard line. He, he uh, kind of fumbled the ball into the end zone and he thought since it was in the end zone, it was a touchback. No, he, it was not. It was fair game, and it was a touchdown for the other team. And they went right by him to get it, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got a break. Let's come back on All Sports Talk. 893-1450 if you'd like to give us a call. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealers shop. 
At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence and service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan with me today, brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Lee Colvin Financial Services. Jeff, we really didn't touch on the ball game with Middle Tennessee. Two and five. Mm-hmm. Coming off the quadruple boink game with Rice. And Rice, uh, that was their first game of the year this past Saturday. They beat. Southern Miss, I think it was, 30-6. to six. So it gave me a little bit of pleasure in seeing that Rice may be a pretty good football team. We don't know. They've only played twice. But uh, Charlotte comes in. Uh, middle is a four-and-a-half-point dog in that football game, which means it's, you know, it, it certainly could go either way. Teams that make the least mistakes, Jeff's going to win the football game. If we turn it over two or three times, we can't win, can we? No, probably not. Not unless they do, too. Yeah. Um, and I, I think you – Will agree, will agree with me here, and I hear this constantly from coaches and commentators that the uh, the, the, the turnover stat, uh, everything else being you know equal, the turnover stat decides a lot of games. Which is going back to the uh, coaches in the stands. Why aren't we throwing the football? Why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we doing that? A lot of times it's because you're just wanting to stay away from the turnover. And, and you can't play the game scared. Uh, I understand that. But there's times that, well, in the Titans-Bengals game yesterday, they had an interception that should, they should since they never should have thrown, it got called back on a penalty. But, Jeff, I sat there and thought, why in the world are you throwing the football right now, especially down the field into, into any kind of traffic at all? But they did it. Uh, by the way, their, their new quarterback is pretty daggone good. Oh, he is good, isn't he? Yeah, he is going to be an outstanding professional quarterback. There's no question. And he, since he won a national championship as a college player, I guess we can say he was great when he got there. He was. That's why he was the number one draft choice. But all, all that said, uh, and mistakes can come in lots of forms. Mistakes can come in bad snaps, fumbled uh, punts, uh, 95-yard kickoff return, punt returns, things like that. Big plays and mistakes. So middle. Needs to play clean. Uh, I, I sure hope we can keep a little bit of a hope that the running game can do a little bit what they did against Rice. And uh, middle end up scoring some points, Jeff, in that football game. It, it, they started awfully slow, but they, they put up enough points, to obviously, to win. 31-31 at the – wasn't that the regular regulation Yeah, you can game? see, too, that, that uh, at least I, I felt like I could see that, that Rice had tremendous potential mm-hmm. as a football team. They, they just hadn't played. And, um, and and now they've got a game under their belts, and now two. Um, so, you know, I, I, I was very, very pleased with that with that win. And you were talking about the turnovers. Um, I can't remember what game it was this weekend, but some quarterback had thrown for 400 yards and his opponent had thrown for 280 or something like that. And they were saying that the, the 280 was actually better than the near 400 because the 400 had two interceptions sure. attached to it. And um, uh, and I'll I'll take those guys at their word. And in in any football game, really, um, if the if the teams are fairly close in ability and and coaching and everything, if you give your opponent two extra times to beat you, sure, you're probably gonna get beat. Or if you get a cornerback that misses the assignment and leaves, lets the guy run down the field wide open, and you look at it and say, "How can that happen?" It can happen, Jeff, and that that's all but a turnover, isn't it? Or worse, maybe. I guess so. I guess so. And and they happen so often when the <clears throat> the up guy thinks he's got help yeah. behind him, and then that help does not materialize when he expects it to. Um, and and that's happened to, to the Titans, and it's happened to other people as well. Pretty important. Middle Tennessee <laughs> finishes his season off with some spunk, don't you think? Yes, uh, I think so. Two, at two and five, the the fan base is is really kind of antsy. Maybe that's a kind way to put it. They're not uh, 
not into it nearly close. And if, if middle need get any of that back, Mojo, let's say, call it for next year. They need to win some football games in the last, these last four. Yes, and they've big a, a good game and certainly a winnable game to to start with this this week versus Charlotte. Um, it's a home game. Weather's going to be pretty. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll have um, you know some semblance of a crowd. Uh, been very disappointing so far, um, but uh, anyway, you're right. We get our spirits up and fan base up. This will be a good week to start. Well, the next week they go to. Sh- Marshall, last time I checked, they're in the top 25. And then the next week, they go to Troy, who destroyed us on our own field and finish up at home with FAU. So if they're going to make any move in the second half of the season, it's going to be against very good football teams. Yes. Yeah, we're going to have to have an upset or two along the way. And it's it's possible. I, I, I definitely think it's possible. Uh, but, uh, you know, whatever happens, I'll be there to see it if it's a home game. We mentioned the Titans just a little bit. We'll come back after this break and talk some basketball because we're headed into that season for sure. But – it, it, it amazes me on Mondays after if if you just said to a Titans fan after seven games you will be five and two before the season started that would have been way to go we're in great shape right right we're taking it and run five and two because those two losses come back to back and and losing to the Bengals is is not something you can do I get that but uh, they are five and two and still have a Heck of a season going. Uh, it was to see if they can bounce back. I would have certainly. I'd have been tickled to death with five and two. Uh, looking at their schedule, and I'm and I am generally not that my opinion matters, but I can have one like everybody else. I've been impressed with how the general manager and the coaching staff and everything have taken uh, uh, the approach that they've had to 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 the personnel and the, their season. And if you say, well, they're going to be five and two after seven weeks. Um, I thought, well, I think that's pretty good because I figure like we're going to lose to the Steelers, probably, and um, so we're going to drop another one along the way. All right, five and two, I'll take it. And uh, but now, now that you know, they win five in a row, barely lose to the Steelers, you know, you certainly thought they were, they were going to win yesterday, and they did not. I heard someone say, and I thought this was really a, a good comment. <clears throat> Don't let the Steelers beat you twice. Mm-hmm. They beat you the week before, and then they, you so let down, you end up getting beat the next week by a far lesser team because that loss took so much starch out of you. I don't know if that's true or not, but in this case, it, you can make a pretty good case for that. I haven't looked at the schedule, but we go back to – we go to Pittsburgh here pretty quick. I, mean, I, I think it's the next two or three games. We, we, got, we got to go back up there. I think I'm right about that. No, they, yeah, they only play Pittsburgh once, once only a play year. Pittsburgh once. Yeah. Okay, go to Baltimore. Only only the ones you play twice are in your division. Well, Baltimore will be hard enough. (laughs) They're awfully good, too. They are that. And and the Bears come in. The Monsters of the Midway. Remember remember when they were called that, Jeff? I do. They still are called that. They just don't live up to it. (laughs) One of the fiercest, I guess, amongst the fiercest football players ever to play the game was a middle linebacker for the Bears back in the, what, uh, 70s? Yeah, Dick Butkus, yeah. about the right era. Couldn't play today. They would they would kick him out of the league. <laughs> <laughs> He's too rough. <laughs> he was he was a bad boy. Boy, he was. I tell you what, he'd take your head right off. Literally, he would take your head off. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that's that's where the, that goes. So let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we do want to touch on basketball. High school basketball practice started today. It did. Middle school basketball games have already started. In college football, basketball is only three weeks away, we hope. Right back on All Sports Talk. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. <laughs> Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> the guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615 615- 
542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon, Henny, but moving 24 east here over from Davidson County back into Rutherford County. Just a normal stopping on delays out here, Broad and Church, up and down section of the Memorial. Thompson Lane can get busy, soaking 231, headed back out towards Shelbyville. Sleep with the sharks in a grown-up atmosphere at Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies, December 26th and 27th. All the details at ripleysaquarium.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. Sir Pizza strives for excellence in everything that they do and can't wait to see the smile on your face. Dine-in delivery and carry-out on East Main, Memorial, and South Church. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Talk this uh, portion brought to you by First Bank. Jeff, I just laid some money on First Bank on my way to the station tonight. Another million dollars in the bank. <laughs> First Bank, really good folks there across the state of Tennessee, certainly here in Rutherford County and, and surrounding areas. Uh, just had a phone call asking, and it's a good question, about how the uh, ticket situation is going to be handled for the playoffs. And I think you'll find that most schools will be working on what they call e-ticketing, where you can go online and, and check it out. I, I would check with your school where the game's going to be played to see what that's going to be. There will be limited seats for sure. That's one of the reasons they're doing that, is because it's, it's much easier to, to uh, keep up with that that way. So I, my my guess would be most any game you go to at the high school level uh, during the playoffs, you're going to need to be able to go online and and uh, they'll if you call the school, they'll be glad to direct you through that process or just ask a six year old. They'll 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 get you through it. Also, uh, need to mention something else about the playoffs, and that is that they I think we're all right here, but the um, games start. At 7 o'clock. Local time. Local time. Now, as far as I know, every single game of, of our schools are local time, 7 o'clock. Well, that, that'll work. Now, In week one. In, as we in, go down the road, we right. start headed east. Right. Where that time changes to eastern time, it can be a, can be a bug. Um, incidentally, uh, and I can, I can put this together again this week. And somebody will be mad at me, but since I just went through this about five times Saturday, I'm going to go through it again. Um, Maryville and Oakland are the the only two six um, A teams that are unbeaten, as far as I know. Um, but if you see me out anywhere, please don't remind me again that Maryville comes here. I'm aware of that, and that. Can Oakland beat them? Yes, they can. <laughs> they can beat them. Maryville could also win. It's possible, I think. And I think we need to wait and see if that game actually takes place. And if it does, let's wait till that week before we start talking about beating Maryville. Because there are many bumps in the road for both teams before that takes place. And I've seen a lot of teams, and unfortunately was part of one one time, that overlooked one team waiting for the next one, and the next one never came because we got beat. And I'm just pointing that out. I'm, I'm quite sure if you were to approach Kevin Creasy about that subject, he would be very quick to point the same thing out you did, probably more forcefully than you. You, you were pretty nice about it. I was nice about it, and I guarantee you that <laughs> Kevin Creasy is thinking about Rossville, and he might have, have done a little bit of work on possible opponents down the road he, 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 not himself, but he probably put somebody else, you know, to get a film or something. But other than that, he hadn't given a well, thought. Well, if he makes it to week, week three, the chances are pretty good it's going to be a team that he's seen already because it could be right. within our own region. That's correct. If all that kind of thing happens. Uh, it does seem like, I, I wonder, I wonder your opinion on this, if there's somebody that you just absolutely do not want to play for whatever reason. It seemed like to me when I was coaching that that, that team always, I always had to play them. It always, I mean, does it seem like what you No, I've never no. had that feeling. I always felt like, well, if we could just avoid I don't want to play anybody. Won't you? <laughs> <laughs> I had years, so I didn't want to play anybody either. <laughs> oh, well, we'll, we'll go ahead and talk down the road. The team in our area, in our listing area, that has the best team to make it to the final of the playoff is clearly Oakland, wouldn't you think? Yes, I think so. Riverdale, 
can go to round three, don't you imagine? Oakland yes. Riverdale could meet in, in the third round game. And I'm sure you get asked this question too. Why in the world did Maryville and Oakland have to play each other in the semifinals every year? Why can they not play that game in the finals? It, they're not seated in this year, Jeff, in particular, with Memphis not playing out in this Region 8. East Tennessee has typically been the stronger region uh, side, I should say, regions one through four in 6A. Yes. Without this question. year, for sure, they are. Because yes. you've taken away two or three potentially really good teams that aren't playing at all, which means there's not as many to choose from. Now, can they come up with a really good team? Yes, it could happen. But uh, I think this year, more than any, whoever makes it from the east side, got a real good chance to win the championship. I think that's correct, without question. Um, and and I, I don't like it, that the fact that um, um, the the – it's Maryville and Oakland every year. Not so much that I don't like that. I didn't mean it that way. I'm, I'm delighted that Oakland's there or Riverdale or whoever is locally is in there. But I don't like the fact that we have to play the East every year. Sure. But if you didn't do it that way, uh, then you'd have to play either the West or and, and the, the East would have to travel a whole lot further, or the West would a whole lot further, so they so well, they pretty for, much left for, it alone. For us in Middle Tennessee, right, we're, we sit right on the line because we got three teams, Jeff, on the other, other side right here in the county. So for, for us, it really doesn't make much difference. But if you're in Jackson and you're a team in the West and you got to go play somebody in the East in round two, go all the way to Blunt County, that could be a, a bit tricky. Yeah, that's a long way, um, and. As a matter of fact, it doesn't even touch the long way. You, you, you might have to go to Kingsport, Dobbins, Bennett, sure, uh, Jefferson County, which is which is way up there. Um, and you know, I remember the I, in in '74. That I, I realize that's ancient history, but that helps make my point. In '74, uh, no surprise here, Shelbyville girls, Coach Bobby Locke, won the girls' state championship. And they won it in Jackson, Tennessee. That's mm-hmm. where it was played. And uh, Ben Cates and I went along with others. And um, I had to pay for the dinner, of course. <laughs> and, but anyway, I was told that year, well, you don't have to play those people every year. And we got into the 70s, and we were playing – it was played at Dixon County and, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And – the next year they changed it back to Shelbyville, that district, our district played that district, and it has remained that way, best of my knowledge, for 42 years, which is, I think, very unfair, <laughs> because we, well, our local teams had to contend with Shelbyville every sure. year. Well, you know, let somebody else contend with Shelbyville every once in a while. Does it always have to be us? Well, the answer was, yeah, it, it was always us. <laughs> well, I mean, th- think of the three A teams that have to play Alcoa in round one and two right. every year. Right. Uh, Alcoa is probably as dominant in their classification as, as there is, wouldn't you think? I would think so. It's unusual if they give up a touchdown. Uh, certainly not two. I mean, it's it's just, um, yeah. Th- uh, that's also helps make my point. All right, Jeff. Uh, Middle Tennessee Christian School, Eagleville, uh Eagleville, you talked a good bit about them in particular. Started slow. They did chug their way into the playoffs. What kind of shot did they have to move along? They have a good shot. At, uh, uh, I don't think they're going to be favored uh, at Riverside, which is in Parsons, Tennessee. Decatur right. County. At Decatur County. Um, <laughs> people are going to their maps now. Where is this place? Um, they have played them, I think, three times fairly recently. I know they beat them one year, I think, down there. Uh, so, uh, so I think they can uh, can compete with them. They will not be favored, however. And as you made the point earlier in the show, um, one major difference between small school football and and six A and five A football is the depth of the team and the number of players. You just don't have a whole lot of people, you know. And you'll have uh, thirty five, forty five, maybe on your team, and maybe as many as fifty. Uh, that would be a big number for Eagleville, but uh, they, they may have it this year. But when you get to the Gallatins and the Riverdales and so forth, you know you're looking at ninety people. And uh, well, Oakland rarely now has one player that plays both sides of the ball and is right. dominant on both sides. Right in single A football, 
regularly. The best happens. player on offense is probably also your best player on defense. He's probably going to be all the time. He's probably going to be on special teams and probably going to return kicks and do all that kind of stuff. And, and if that, that one or two people get out of there, it changes the dynamics of everything. That, that is that is very true. Now, I don't know about the Middleton Christian School. I would think that Columbia Academy is one and six, so and it's being played over here in, uh, at, at the Christian School, with, and they have great support over there, COVID or not. And I suspect that they will be favored to win that football game. By the game. way, Division Two, where Middle Tennessee Christian School now uh, resides, do not play this weekend. They do, they start right. their playoffs the following week because there's so many fewer teams. They only play three rounds as opposed to five, the way uh, Division One does. So, don't don't tr- worry about buying tickets to Middle Tennessee Christian School for this Friday night because they're not playing this week. Thank you for clarifying that, and that's exactly right. Uh, they they have a week off, so th- so they're gonna heal up all the dings. Isn't it wonderful, though, that the weather on Friday night should be absolutely yeah. marvelous? I mean, yeah. you like to be able to go to a game and, and let the weather be a non-factor, and it certainly should be right now. Well, the big question facing everybody now, evidently, in football, I mean, the major question that we need to settle this quickly is, are the Titans going to name a defensive coordinator or not? <laughs> that is a critical issue and only rivaled by the election tomorrow. That's the only thing that's bigger than, than the Titans and their defensive coordinator, who, as I understand it, is non-existent. Or it, maybe it's wrapped up in a number of different people. I don't know well, which it is. Head coach is the defensive coordinator. Yes. And no, they're not going to change that for this year. Would be my guess. I I I bet some serious money on that. Oh wait a minute, I can't say that. Okay. No, don't say wait, that. Wait a minute, in two weeks I can. Yeah, you, well, you don't have to wait two weeks. You can say it now. I think the the statewide betting, which is a very bad idea, I think, <laughs> starts today. I think. Did it start today? Yeah, I think they had. I, I heard on the news they had bets this morning at nine o'clock in the morning, and the only thing you've got to be is uh, I think it's twenty one. I think it's right, and you must be in Tennessee when you place the bet. Sorry, yesterday. Okay. Okay, yesterday. Well, by golly, I'll take my quarter and <laughs> see if I can't parlay that into something special. Before you went to church yesterday in <laughs> St. Mark's, you could have laid some money on the Titans. <laughs> I will not be doing that, by the way. <laughs> There's a side bet on how many times the preacher says amen or something like that in this, during the sermon? I don't think so. But there was a bet. A local radio station in Nashville had, had, a, had a contest, not a bet, a contest, as to how many times... Uh, President Trump would say the word China in the last debate. Now, I, 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 do, I do not know. My number will not be accurate, although my wife and I did count them. Well, there was also a bet on Biden. It was 16, by the way. <laughs> but go ahead. I, I can't remember the word he – the bet was on him as to how many times he would use that, that word. I can't remember what it was now, but, uh, yeah. Well, I'll be glad that you mentioned this earlier. Oh. I think I – think, I'm pretty sure – that America is ready for the election to be over. And I'm pretty sure. All I hope for Jeff is that when it's over, it's over. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I, you yeah. know, I, I hope cooler heads prevail and all that kind of stuff. This time next week, we'll know about that uh, for sure. Because election tomorrow, if you haven't voted, please get out and do so. It's going to be a great day to get it done because that's uh, your right and your privilege, and really, that's the way this country is supposed to work. I voted on day two. As they say, early vote, vote early and vote often. I voted once. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, we're going to wrap things up on All Sports Talk, right? Right. I Enjoy. mean, going out in the dark of the night, headed to home, <laughs> and Monty Hale will sit in here tomorrow for All Sports Talk. Thanks for listening. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Wallman, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.